The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers. Find out more about how you can listen to The Sunranto Show early and also ad-free at patreon.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O, that's Sunranto. And um, it's also brought to you uh, with ads by my bookie. And um, now I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when you're putting money on it. See, sometimes I just have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team just because they're my team, which is actually usually, usually how it goes down for a guy like me. I just bet on the Cubs if I think they're going to win. If not, I don't bet. But my bookie is where you need to go to bet, whether you've been betting for years or you're just ready to play for the first time because my bookie is your best bet. If you're the kind of guy who likes to, you know, bet a little, win a lot, you can do a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of big favorites this week, parlays are the perfect way to do it because they let you bet multiple games together, then you get a much bigger payout, smarty pants. So if you're going to bet this season, uh, do the smart thing, go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team, the Cubs, this season, don't sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie.ag. And if you join now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code CHAIR. It activates the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. And you double your cash. So visit MyBookie.ag today. And remember what they say. You play and you win. And then you get paid. Here's the show. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Cubby Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento and the lovable Lucy Boutros Golly Sunrento Michael Sunrento my friends yeah cause Ivy and V's at an end Sunranto's the champions we are the champions Ivy and V's the losers and we are the champions of the world <laughs> um, I got another one before we start. How about this one? Okay, let's... Wait. It's the dust. Do-do-do-do-do. IVNV bit the dust. Gone. And another one gone. IVNV bit the dust. 
Fellas, we are now going to be the longest running podcast in uh, Cubs history after Ivy Envy quits, quits on the quits on their team, quits on the Cubs, quits on their fans. <laughs> I can't believe these guys. I mean, just right in the middle. I mean, right in the middle of the offseason is a bad enough offseason. And then they just quit. Come on, guys ridiculous yeah the, one of the worst off seasons in cubs history and then we get that mm-hmm. we get that to go with it yeah oh, come on i wanted to cry but i was driving and i'm not allowed to cry while i drive <laughs> no drinking and crying <laughs> so no, drinking's fun so uh yeah welcome to the sun ranto show the soon to be longest running podcast in cubs podcast history and um, all I can say is, ding dong, IVNV's dead. It took seven years, but finally, I have killed them. I have slain my dragon. And uh, your next Cubs related, watch the fuck out. So yeah, we only have six more years before we just completely, you know, before we can just lay them in the dust. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But, but no, but longest running because they're they're not gonna be running. Right. They're over. Longest active. Yeah. Longest active streak. So uh, you guys stuck with us. Uh, I guess if you want uh, good Cubs news, (laughs) you got to listen to us now. You got to leave your Ivy Envy days in the past. Come to the Sunranto dark side. Come. The the balance that was in the Cubs force is gone. It's gone. It's nothing but just fucking ranting. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I've waited for this day. So, uh, hey, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, of course, uh, you've already heard. and uh, But uh, silent in the background, probably because he's uh, crying, because he really likes Ivy and me, is hiding under a rock and living in a tree. I'm I'm not hiding under any rocks. I'm throwing rocks. I, you you <laughs> caught me at a time when I'm angry and I'm stewing in my juices. Right yes. Now, so we'll have plenty to talk about. Oh, yeah. Ooh, crawly juices. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be swimming in some crawly juice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know that's that's actually a good marketing plan for this year. Let's uh, release that. You know, with the you know the, everybody loves loves these alcoholic seltzers. Why don't we make our own? Call it crawly juice. Oh, crawly <laughs> juice, and we can. We can filter it through like one of his dirty T-shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cub shirt, of course. That's right. all I got. Yeah, just, just an old Matt Merton jersey. <laughs> In so, dusty we trusty. Yeah. Oh uh, right. So, uh, but but before I, I I mean you guys obviously know I'm joking about IV Envy and us winning, even though we did just win. But um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I I gotta say something about that uh, Corey. And uh, what's the other two's name? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and Andrew, of course, and Kurt. And um, but man, they brought so many people together, including you and me, Michael. Uh, when we we met out in Colorado, it was an IVNV meetup, like impromptu kind of thing. And you know, they were the only thing going. Cubs cast died because uh, those guys got guys got sick of doing it, and they they were great. I've, Lou and Sheps, I believe, were their names. I ne- you know what? I never listened to that one. Yeah, it was good. I wonder if like you could go back and it would be interesting to go back and listen. But they were good though. I enjoyed listening to them. And when they stopped, I was in New York and I was so sad. But enough about them. They've been dead for a long time. I VMV just recently died. Um, no, but they're awesome. I mean, these guys have put together bus trips and the weekend at the lake, and they've thrown John Baker Day with us and the unconventional. And they've been such wonderful partners and more importantly friends. 
to and God, I just can't say enough about how much they're going to be missed. And it really sucks that they're, I understand why they're giving it up. I mean, sometimes I want to give it up. You know, it's it's a lot of work. And um, you know, and it you know, after twelve years, I mean, if I'm still doing this, I'd be kind of surprised <laughs> to be honest. You know what I mean? I well, mean, I mean, it, there's also this whole thing, like you know, I don't know that they have quite the same holes that we have that we need to fill by talking to each other and hoping somebody's listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a lifelong supporter. I mean, um, performer. So it's like I need people to pay attention to to me, otherwise I die inside. <laughs> yes. And you know, but hanging out with you, Danny, for a bunch of your events, and hanging out with Stu from Club Four Hundred, and all the people, like I don't think, like I, I you know, I, I'm lucky to attend a lot of these and know a lot of people that throw these things. But the amount of work that goes around in the background just to to, to run a podcast, to market a podcast, to do these bus trips, to do these John Baker days, to do it's it's a ton of work. And and you're you know, telling me, <laughs> yeah. And and the the thing is 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 that. Man, you know, you just tip your hat to people that really kind of put their heart and soul into something the way the IVNV guys have over these many years. And they've always been so, like I said, just the nicest guys in public. You know, I actually, I listened to the last, not the last podcast, but the announcement of the last season. And, you know, just, just about how much it's changed them and, and, and you know, for the better. And, and they're just great guys. And, you know, they're not dead or anything, but... You know, you just kind of... Their podcast it, is. Their <laughs> podcast is. It's just... But it is difficult when we are grasping at straws for good news. And for those of you that don't know, Danny starts up a script and we just try to find things to put together. And it's just, this has just been literally just like sifting through turds to try to find Crawley. any type of good news. Yeah, Crawley. Good news? Any news. Anything. Any... Like, we don't even have... Uh, Joe Ricketts racist emails this year. Yeah, but we got Juliana Zobrist's Instagram posts. Well, that's, so, even that's from last year. You just happened to remix it this year. Yeah. Well, no, she's posting now. She oh, was took, that a new post? I yeah, yeah, that was all new. She that cleared, was, cleared house. Yeah, it's, she clean house, put up nine posts, and we'll get to them. Um, we'll get to them. the same. It, it just all sounds the same to me. Is that what the problem is? Oh, you mean a bunch of like a, a giant wordy uh, semi-poetic paragraph that makes absolutely no fucking sense? Yeah, they're pretty much all the same. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be acceptable in a high school uh, creative writing class. It really, it really wouldn't. I mean, people would be like, well, first of all, this makes no sense. <laughs> that would be the first thing the teacher would say. What, it's 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 all words, but they don't mean anything. Um, she got into a few things, though, but we'll get to it. Um, but no, I mean, I, I don't know what to say more about IVNV. I mean, I'm sure we'll say it throughout this year uh, about how much we're going to miss them. But I, I can't tell you how like I mean, I, I wasn't I didn't cry or anything. But like, you know, listening to them talk on their podcast today, I was listening and it just it you know, it made me think about. I don't know, just how great they are. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I just, I love them all. I'm going to miss them. So, and we're going to, we are going to throw an event, uh, th two weeks, uh, less than two weeks, the 18th of January with Ivy Envy. They're all going to be there. In fact, Corey's band, uh, with his wife, Tawny and Andy, uh, is in the band, uh, date night will be playing at if, 7 PM. If Corey and Andy don't come dressed as zombies, it's just worthless. Like, 
every time we see them from now on, they need to have like the zombie makeup on. Are, are they taking over the 1908 zombies that are always around the Cubs <laughs> yeah. games? <laughs> yeah, they could just like beat those guys up and take their costumes. Um, but yeah, they're, I'm excited to watch them play. Uh, I've never seen them. They've never seen it. They haven't played. So <laughs> this is like their debut gig or something. Um, we're going to do uh, the rant around table and we got, we got a great lineup f- for everybody now. It's like pretty much set. Uh, Sarah Sanchez and Andy Cruz Vanisek from, I said that weird, Cruz, my tongue got in the way, uh, from uh, Cup of Cubby Blue. They're going to be on uh, the panel. Joe Kilgallen, a comedian and friend of the show. Uh, Evan Altman from Cubs Insider. Michael Sarami from Bleacher Nation uh, is going to be on the panel. And is that all I have now? Yeah, I think that's it. That's plenty. That's, that's a good list. It's a great list. And um, so it, that's going to be awesome. And that starts around uh, 8-ish. And then the Bleacher Bum Band is going to play. Then we're going to do a white elephant gift exchange. So bring, like, fun Cubs goofy stuff. Like, you know, uh, for example, I um, have a Damon Berryhill autograph that I dug out of my mom's basement. And that's going to be wrapped up. And some lucky person is going to get it. Um, I think it's worth probably less than it. <laughs> then probably I paid for it back then. Um, so uh, especially with inflation. Um, also raffles. I got the Pedro Strope bobblehead that Crawley has donated. Uh, Bleacher Jeff is going to like uh, dig out a couple baseballs because we're uh, raising money for the Bleacher Bump Band that night to get our album done. Um, and also here's another idea. Um, if you've got like Cubs gear that you got for Christmas that you don't like or doesn't fit or if you have like you know a shirt that's like in decent shape that you didn't really wear much because for the same reasons, or like a bobblehead that you don't want, or a snow globe, I don't fucking know anything that like maybe somebody else would want that's collecting dust. Bring it to the unconventional. We'll put it in a big pile, and people can just go through it and um, you know uh, take what they want and put like a buck in the bucket. And then that's one way we'll raise money for the Bleacher Band album. So if you have anything, I, uh, you know, it's just like, a, a, you know, a, well, basically a thrift store. <laughs> then we're going to turn G-Man into a thrift store. And everything that's left over, I'll throw in a donation box and it'll go to Salvation Army or whatever. Um, so uh, it's going to be like... We have like a suggested donation. I want to. I don't want to leave anybody out. If you don't have any, any money, we're just gonna have a bucket up. Suggested donation of twenty bucks to get in. We are trying to raise money, keep ourselves in the studio, and uh, you know, buy gear and what that. I mean, we, we've got a lot of expenses with the band to get this album done. Which is, we had a great recording session with uh, Gary yesterday. He, it's gonna be fucking awesome. He laid down some organ. Um, and piano all over the place, and he's awesome. What a great uh, musician! And um, also, we have to play, uh, pay Lauren our sound tech as well. And it looks like we're going to be sponsored by Maplewood Brewery again. Uh, so uh, drink specials probably for what their beer. Um, so come uh, the 18th. We start uh, doors are at six thirty. We get going at seven. Uh, go all night. Wish you guys were going to be there. But I know you're. Yeah, a, I a, wish a, I was too. I know you're a bingo maniac. <laughs> Someday you're going to win it too. It will be when I win it. It will be the greatest. It's it, it's very on almost uh, on par with my um, effort to get a first pitch thrown at Wrigley Field and the multiple failures that have occurred. But I've been close a few times, so kind of hoping this is the year. I was only at the one failure, I believe. Or or uh, I mean, or are you counting the time that like Chase McClure got it? 
Oh, there, there was, uh, you remember when Kelly Wallace got it, she was three behind me on that time. Uh, there was, there used to be a, the Cubs when they were in the rebuild phase, they had a thing that was called my Cubs and it was kind of like a reward system and you would get dollar Cubs bucks essentially for every dollar you spend. And then at the end of the month, there would be like this big raffle for cool prizes at the end. And every month it was, uh, an ability to throw out a first pitch. And I lost it like four different times at the last second. <laughs> and then, but the epic loss was this year. I mean, I really enjoyed that one just because it was so ridiculous. I mean, you were winning. It, it was at uh, the social media night. Social you, media. You night, were yeah, winning right. the trivia contest and you were kicking ass. Like you're, you're a beer money. I mean, how much money have you won at, at beer money? Like 50,000, 60,000. <laughs> I wish, but I have fun on beer money. They're good guys on there. But you've won a you've won a lot of beer money on there, and you're, I, won, I won beer money, and, and and the ones that I do lose are ones that are just like ridiculous questions, like you know what was Dan Plesek's number when he played? I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dan Plesek's number? Yeah, who cares? Um, but uh, but you were winning that trivia contest the whole game, the whole time, yeah. and then yep. at the last question, you got beat by like what three points? That is correct. Yeah. Oh. And, and like the, you just had to walk away. I, I, so I literally good. had to compose myself. I had to like, literally just like, I was like about to like throw a table over. And then like, I'm like, okay, just breathe. Like everybody is literally staring at you right now. I know. I went right breathe. up to you, got in your face. Remember? Yeah. I, it, it, but the first few minutes was just shock. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like just, a sh- you know, because the one person that scares me most when it comes to Cubs trivia is our mutual friend, Randall Sanders. Uh, he's another guy that loves Cubs trivia. So I, you know, all of a sudden I kind of got in front of him and kind of started to take a pretty good lead. And I didn't realize he had a friend there that was with him and she was kind of looking at the, both of our stuff and she's the one that actually wanted it at the end. Yeah. So she cheated and stole it right <laughs> out of your hands. Like a, like a ball that my tie steals from children. It was exact. You know, the funny <laughs> thing is it was so similar to, I was at game six at Wrigley, the Bartman game. And, uh, it was a very similar feeling, like in the pit of my stomach, like somebody <laughs> punched me, but I like, but nobody really did. It was just the shock of it. You know, I should add, I wish I had a picture of your face right after that happened, because I would love to add that to the rancher calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it just Crawley loses first pitch again. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I might actually have a picture. I know I have a picture of you from that night. In fact. There, there's a lot of pictures, but I think everyone was so shocked at the moment that, that nobody thought to kind of. <laughs> nobody's first thought was we can use this to make fun of Crawley later. Yeah. Well, it- that would have been forever. Um, but it was like, uh, if you ever saw the Simpsons where Ralph's heart gets, when Lisa says she doesn't <laughs> yeah. like him and his heart I choo- choo- on TV. choose you. <laughs> right. It was that exact moment. Like if you just had like a freeze frame, you could see the exact moment when the points came up the point total and it just, I, I just grabbed my chest. God, may, you know, there were cameras around. Maybe there is footage of it. <laughs> if, if there's footage, I need it. Because that's, that's fucking gif. We could, I mean, that's the gif that keeps on gifing. I, 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 could, I would not be able to literally watch it. I don't think I could watch it, to be honest with you. That really, like, I, I, I got real, well, I was going to get real drunk anyway, but I got really drunk afterwards. I just had to dull the pain. Well, now that you're on this show, they're never going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> It's just off now. You got to be ring bearer. I mean, you're hey. one of only 30 people that will ever get to do that or whatever it was. Yeah, it was 20 people. And- 20 oh, people. Danny, Danny's calling it right now. No more Cubs rings. 
yeah. it, it, oh, I, yeah. I'm hoping that, like I said, I still want that chance one day. I'll get it somehow. You will. Even if you got to buy it. I know my friend Steve, um, who he uh, got it because he donated a shitload of money. So if in the end, you could just buy it. Like, I think he was at Carrie Woods thing, which a is. Ex- t- yeah, a lot of times they do it at the Bricks and Ivy Ball, too. Yeah. So you got to get in. That, well, now, that's money, right? The Bricks and Ivy thing. That's some big money. How much money do you have to have to be at Bricks and Ivy? Do you know? Uh, it has to be at least a couple, like I think 150 to 200 just to walk in the door. 150,000? No dollars. Oh. <laughs> but, 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 but then what ends up happening is they raffle off all these opportunities. A first pitch, you can raffle off the seventh inning stretch, but now you're starting to talk about in the thousands of dollars. You know, 150 to 200, does that come with dinner? I'd have to double check. That's not I so, so bad. I mean, maybe I'll go to that thing. And rub some elbows. <laughs> I'll fit right in. Um, so uh, another little announcement. Uh, I've not ordered it yet because I, I just keep changing it and making it better. But the Ranters calendar is basically done right now. Uh, they're running a special on Snapfish until tomorrow night. So I have until then. And I'm going to order it. And I will have them, I hope, if they are done expediently in the way that they say they're going to be done at the unconventional. They're awesome. You're going to love them, and um, you guys are getting one. You don't have to buy one. I, I, I'll, I'll spring for it out of my own pocket. Look at that. Yeah. yeah uh, get- Crawley, you show up, and we start to get shit. This is, <laughs> this is, this is amazing. Been on this show for fucking six years, five, six years. We'll see. We'll down. see now. I, now I feel. <laughs> now I feel like we can. We got money in the bank because Ivy Envy's dead. You know what I mean? I'm like, like. But by the time that all their Patreon people come over and be our Patreon people, oh, I'm already spending that money. I, I'm just gonna be nervous if Danny's smoking a twenty dollar bill when we get to the unconventional. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do you know how far in debt we went to have that dude hack their? Uh, their website yeah right oh my god right during the world series too it was yeah, awesome put, a, put them off the air for like we, we were hoping forever but they came back yeah luckily that guy <laughs> went to jail for you know hacking the rnc website at the behest of <laughs> at the behest of obama <laughs> remember that when obama no. secretly broke in <laughs> no, no no this happened i was gonna say i was like no i don't but i wouldn't doubt it i mean fuck everybody's crazy now yeah. So, uh, yeah. So look forward to that. Thank you all for ordering. I think I that, raised that's how fake news starts, Danny, by the uh, way, that's oh. going to be reported on all the shows tomorrow. That'd be awesome. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, I think I raised probably around like 350 bucks for the bleacher bump band, uh, which is like two months of what we owe in our space for our space. So thank you. It's not quite two months, but like, uh, that's going to really help. So uh, thank you. Thanks for buying it. And I know everybody loves it, and I love it too. And it's hard work. It actually kind of sucks to do. And it was really wonky this year. I won't complain. It's awesome. You're going to love it. Now let's get into <laughs> some fucking awesome, incredible news. The greatest news, Juliana Zobrist really embracing the uh, legal marijuana of, sh- of Illinois and uh, going out, getting some edibles on uh, you know New Year's Day, and uh, putting up some Insta posts. 
I was driving by, you know, one of the new dispensaries and I saw that blonde shock of hair and she was first in line. She must have been up at like four in the morning or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't miss her in like that giant blue fuzzy coat and uh, and huge open toed. Uh, uh, what are they? What are they called? Uh, the thigh high boots. Yeah. yeah, there she was. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Juliana Zobras has gone absolutely fucking out of her mind. And uh, again, this is not a new thing. And I created a little something I'm going to play right now. It's uh, I had my niece do the voiceover, Kiara, and I, I made some music and a video. If you haven't seen the video, check out my um, – I, I, it's everywhere. It's on Facebook. It's on uh, Twitter. But uh, just let's give uh, the words of Juliana Zobras to listen. January 9th. This is my regurgence. The person I am today stepping back in. An enfranchised soul eternally curious, curious at the intersection of truth and beauty, beauty, beauty. My becoming is not a detachment from my previous self, but the emergence of a new self. I am still tethered to every prior vision. The pairs of shoes which no longer fit. Every former skin I once lived within. Stated plainly, she is unfolding, folding, folding. I and I and I am. Creepy, huh? And then Ben Zobrist uh, says on this post, Beloved, you are strong. You are beautiful. You are brilliant. So, in other words, Ben Zobrist is tied up in the basement. (laughs) He said that on the post. Ben Zobrist is commenting on this shit. I was adding that last line. You're strong. You're beautiful. And then the last line is, wait, wait, you're with who? (laughs) Yeah. What? You're stupid. Damn it. Again? You're stupid. Damn it. I don't know. Every time I watch that video, I have some flashbacks and I'm freaking out a little bit and I'm just trying to talk myself down over here. Just just wait for the next one. My niece recorded. Well, what's funny about that first one is that the reason she says January 9th at the beginning is because Juliana Zobras put one of nine, like one slash nine. And my my niece just thought, so she's making another one. She she did the next one, too. So it's February 9th. So each one's going to have a date on it because she fucked it up. And then she also said. I was wondering about that. I'm like, this is this is uh, Juliana Zobras from the future. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's not even the ninth right now, and uh, and also the other like uh, the the other fuck up she my niece did is the first line. This is my resurgence. She said, "This is my regurgence," and I was I like, "Heard that too," and I, but I went with it. I was like, eh, "She might be regurgitating some shit." I have no idea. Well, I mean, I thought it was perfect because of the nature of these fucking Instagram posts. <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, she's fucking regurging, all right." Oh God, she, she's a she's an interesting person. I, I I've met her a couple times, and and that's about the best I can say is interesting. Exactly what you get from the tweets is the type of person she really is. So, yeah, I mean, in other words, you don't understand a fucking word she's saying. Do you? <laughs> not at all, not a clue. 
she's um and then then she goes into this next one about being unfolded and we are born unfolded and then she like invited all the lgbtq people back to church and saying we need you um stuff about keepers of the veil mighty and tall and consecration whatever the fuck that means (laughs) something about charging a temple and then um uh then the last one and she is loved and he is loved and wherever life takes you and however love resurrects you there hope follows you are intended you are worthy we are loved I mean, it's like a shitty version of Game of Thrones. It's really what it sounds like if you kind of put it all together. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like a like a knockoff Hallmark card is what it sounds like. Yeah, I've got a a, a real quick TFC for this one. Archie says uh, Juliana Zobris is one weird human being. Ben's better off without her. <laughs> oh shit! Poor Archie. Yep. Has no idea. Well, just because they're back on Insta, back together on Insta, does not mean they're back together in real life. We don't know. They must. They might be just trying to flirt it back together. Not, right. We had that, this issue know. with uh, Wilson Contreras giving a five to KB on Instagram, and uh, you know because they both got traded. Yeah, yeah, they got traded, and uh, Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> Every time out you the see something too. on Instagram, but they're together going somewhere else yeah and whenever you see a player's back that definitely means they're they're definitely traded (laughs) so ben zobris also added and this was on eight nine not to be mistaken with august 9th but but instagram post eight ben zobris replies so grateful for your love you have always showered upon our children your words are thought-provoking and inspiring Oh, my God. He's so tied up in the basement. Yeah. She's like, say it, Ben. Say it. Say I'm brilliant. He's doing his damned best to say something nice, right? He's like, they're thought-provoking and inspiring. The thing they're inspiring is his thoughts going, what the fuck, man? I got to go find her again. Well, Ben Zobrist is like a maybe just kind of like a simple guy. You know what I mean? Just a regular farm boy. You know that. I mean, I think that's who he is. A simpleton. And is that what you're saying? He, not a simpleton, but just like <laughs> a dude. Like you know, he thinks his wife is this kooky artist, and in many ways, she is. Like she is this person. She's very entitled. You know, it's very easy to be an artist when you have like funding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, when when your husband made 16 million every year for the last four or five years Mm -hmm. it helps it helps get some records uh pressed (laughs) that's for sure it helps i mean you know you could write a book and it doesn't have to mean anything and then you're gonna get it published you know if we get 16 million dollars for the bleacher bum band danny's insta is gonna be off the chain oh yeah because i'll lose my fucking mind and start dressing like an idiot Uh, anyway, that was some entertainment, and you know, I, I guess it's Ben Zobris is not on the Cubs anymore, so it's we can maybe leave this all in the past. Oh, but he's not not on, on the Cubs. Yeah, he's, so don't shit on me. He's, he's not on any anyone, but I, I forgot to play that drop before. But. Everybody, there are still you see it pop up every so often on Twitter or something like people still think he might come back, and like somehow people... they're going to give him like one million dollars and you get to come play for him. I don't think he's coming for one. I don't think the Cubs are going to pay him one million. I don't think the Cubs even have one million to spend. No, they, they're oh, trying. No, no, to- no, no. I guarantee he's not going to be on the Cubs. I'm just saying, you still see it. 
every oh, yeah. so often, like somebody's like, oh, well, you know, maybe Ben will come back. It's like, no, there, he won't. There, there's still people. I think people are starting to get around to the idea that this is, and we'll get to it, but this is this is our reality that we're dealing with this season. And it's not, you know, hell, I'll even take Ben Zorpers at this damn point for a million dollars if that, you know, if I thought the Cubs were going to spend a million dollars. He's not coming here. If he's, Ben Zorpers goes anywhere, he's going to Anaheim. I know he's not coming here. I'm just telling you that we, we have been, last year, uh, I was on CLTV with the sports feed with Josh, you know, another great program that's gone. But uh, with We Josh outlasted Friedman them, too. We outlasted them. But, you know, I remember people telling <laughs> me, oh, yeah, Theo's going to sign ben, uh, Bryce Harper. It's not, it, don't worry about it. Of course, he's, of course he's going to say he's not trying to get him because he doesn't want everyone to know his great plan. And I told everybody, look. Theo's about as honest as he can get. When he's about to get somebody, he doesn't say anything. But when he says we're not signing or we're not getting big names, that's what's happening. And now people are starting to realize there is no magic pixie dust. There is no money coming. They are not spending on anybody. I still have people think that Nick Castellanos is coming. Oh, I know. No, people, people, I mean, even at the beginning of the offseason, you and I, uh, we were all wanted Cesar Hernandez, the second baseman. We went through our little wish list of guys that we thought were attainable at like, you know, four or five million. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jose Iglesias, who did, had a good year on the Reds last year. He just got signed by Baltimore for only like three. And that we can't, we can't get any of these done because they are honestly, I mean, and we can get into this now. They are definitely getting under the luxury tax. Dave Kaplan had a piece on it, uh, uh, and he cited Brett Taylor's piece from Bleacher Nation about it. I don't know if you guys read it, but the, he, Brett Taylor just basically laid out. He's like, listen, they're going to lose out by you know being a, a, an offender, a two-time uh, offender of the luxury tax thing. They lose out on the um, profit-sharing money from the other teams, and that could be as much as like $40 million maybe is the number I heard thrown out there. So like they're they don't they're gonna get under the luxury tax and right now they are not. So if you think the Cubs look fucking thin now, just wait till they lose a player or two to get under the luxury tax. Right. I mean, and one thing we know about Ricketts is they are totally into this redistribution of wealth, sharing profits. <laughs> Everybody like I don't want to say it's like a social uh, sort of club that they're in where like everybody shares everything. There's thir- isn't, isn't Todd Ricketts in charge of the financing for the Bernie Sanders campaign? <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Uh, he is. You know, but he, feel but he the comes, burn, Todd. Feel the burn. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely comes, uh, you know, with good credentials. I mean, he's had that job before for a different person. So, well, and, you know, Bernie does like throwing out hot dogs. And we know that Todd Ricketts is great. Oh, oh, no, at that. no, 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 no. If Bernie saw some pretty darn good uneaten hot dogs in a garbage can, he would pick them up. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. There's no way. He's, he's Jewish. They don't like, uh, they can't eat all pork. beef, all beef kosher. Well, you got oh, all beef kosher. Yeah, they could have been uh, the Hebrew National. I will say, Hebrew National, my number one dog. Oh, yeah. I love the Hell Hebrew of a dog. National. So, and, uh, you know, and it's <laughs> we're going to get. Are getting paid by Hebrew nationals and, soon, and obviously, you know the wheelbarrows of cash we were promised uh, from the Marquee Network, which is going to launch in a month, with still no Comcast deal, and nobody which, knows anything about what's going on with Marquee. Yeah, I I know I've I've been fucking with their Twitter account, and I have to stop. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of thinking that the Marquee Network is literally just going to be a TV underneath the Marquee at Wrigley Field. Did you You're going to have to go stand at the field to see anything. Right now, here's what I have in my head. If you've ever seen, it's a classic 
classic cult movie UHF with Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, I love it. Yes, UHF. This is what I'm seeing, picturing with Marquee, just like (laughs) literally the janitor's going to have a show or something. Uh, (laughs) I just don't know what to expect here. You know, Weird Al is still putting it out there. Yeah, I saw him. I can see him having his own show. God, Weird Al. I don't know if he's a baseball fan. He never sings about baseball. And I, I don't. I think he would turn the marquee down. I don't. I think he's too high priced for the too high priced talent for them right now. Yeah, exactly. He's he. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Weird Al. I saw him this last summer at uh, Ravinia, and oh, he was great. He had great videos to go with his uh, songs did, too. Did he, you see the show that was all his original stuff, no parody, or just or the regular parody show? He did both. Oh, okay. he did. Well, few- yeah. Well, he did one. And I don't think it went over all that great with people where he just played his own stuff, like his all original. Oh, okay. And I think people were like, yeah, you need to start doing the parody shit again. Play Yoda. Well, yeah. as, as we kind of look at Marquee now, the goal is a February 2020 launch that gets you rolling right into spring training baseball. And here's what we know right now. Marquee has deals in place with DirecTV, UVerse, AT&T, uh, and charter communications. Uh, we know right now that Xfinity and the Cubs are still negotiating, and Xfinity is the largest Chicagoland carrier. So most of Chicagoland will not be able to watch the Cubs game. And then the other question is uh, Dish, which Dish has already turned down Comcast, NBC Comcast, uh, NBC Sports. They already turned them down. Uh, Dish has made it clear that they're not into regional sport network. They don't think it's a good investment. And so I don't see how they're going to pick up the Cubs if they're not going to pick up the Sox, Bulls, and Blackhawks. So at this point right now, there's no standalone app. I've been asked about that. There's no deal with Hulu or any other type of Yeah, YouTube TV, in-market streaming still not a thing on MLB, uh, you know, on on buying the package. Yeah. Now it's – I mean, and I was thinking, do you think – that Tom Ricketts will actually come to Cubs convention just to the opening ceremonies to come up and, you know, give give his big speech and, you know, we gave a million dollars to charity and we get it and we're good neighbors and, you know, we brought you the World Series and the neighborhood is awesome and look at our restaurant. Uh, you know, he'll do that and then he'll be like, oh, and he'll do a little Steve Jobs one more thing. And he'll be like, and we've reached a deal with Xfinity. And everybody will go nuts and they'll be like, and it'll only be $5 a month instead of the eight that you were told last year. And everybody will go nuts and love him. And it'll be just like he can be a big hero and tell you that Marquee Network's the greatest. uh, And they'll do a big Marquee launch at that moment. And the whole thing will be about how awesome Marquee's going to be. Do you think Uh, it might be a little surprise? I, I, you know, a lot of people have been asking if that's, you know, that's usually it's going to be Crane Kenny who kind of gives that spiel in the business op, which would be on Saturday. Any type of any, maybe Tom may be the one who initially says something, but the, the, but the meat of that is going to come with Crane Kenny. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, this idea, uh, you know, of launching things at CubsCon, this, I just want to kind of get this out of the way. I've been going to CubsCon for 20 some years now. Um, one time, Kerry Wood came back at the end of the career, and, and this was right at the end of Cubs Con when it used to be over at the Hilton. And they, and if you remember the old Hilton Cubs Con days, there used to be a big balcony, and they used to call all the players and here are your Cubs from yesteryears, and you know, and Pat Hughes would do it, or you know, and and 
and Harry would do it. All these different people would do it over the years. And one time Pat Hughes and I've just been handed something, the newest cub, Carrie Wood, and the place went apeshit. The place just went nuts. And ever since then, people keep thinking that these huge, either, like I said, Nick Castellanos is going to be announced at CubsCon or yeah, Ben Zobis. None of this stuff is going to happen. No offense, Comcast doesn't give a rat's ass about CubsCon. Neither does Scott Boris. Neither does Nick Castellanos. All they really care about is getting the best deal for themselves. So if you're talking about Comcast right now, they're going to try to play this game of chicken with the Cubs as long as they can. And they can go all the way, like I said, up to March before you really start affecting programming, which is what people want to see, which are the games. So I don't see Comcast all of a sudden going, yes, let's make a deal because you have CubsCon coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking that Ricketts, maybe they already have a secret deal and it's been done. And they're like, hey, let's work together and we're going to announce it at the thing. Like, it's it's already a done deal and they've kept it a secret. And I, I don't know, like, things are hard to keep a secret, especially in Chicago when everybody's, you know, asking these questions day in, day out. Like, what's the deal with the TV deal? But, um, yeah, you're probably right, Crawley. Um, I, I'd love to be wrong about it, but from a business standpoint, Comcast is going yeah. to try to get as much as they can off the Cubs. And right now, the Cubs do not look like a hot commodity. No, and it's it's kind of weird. I mean, it's a, a confluence of things that we've discussed a lot on this show already about, you know, kind of you had the un, underdeveloped, uh, you know, draft picks that haven't really been coming through, your young guys getting old, you know, and, and guys like Almora, well, he's, I guess, in that first category. Um, not to pick out Almora specifically, I've been doing that a lot, but Expensive free agent signings that yeah that really didn't really pay what out. you expected yeah I mean there's a lot of things going on and so and, and then so you're sitting there over the luxury tax you've you've done everything you can to go for it for the last few years it really didn't work out the last two and um you know and now they they really are between a rock and a hard place and they didn't expect to be here you know and they kind of took their eye off the ball. In let's say, I think that this season got lost by not doing anything in like 2017, 2018, and not taking a step back, but kind of retooling things a little bit instead of just, you know. And anyway, they didn't think that the year that they were ready to, you know, launch the TV channel that they were going to suck. They did not plan for that. You know, they thought that everything was going to be awesome. Like, if it, this was going to be the golden age of Cubs TV, which you know, it was going to be the greatest thing and they were going to be year in and year out postseason. Yeah. And that was right. the idea. And now, like, I don't think anybody's really picking them to win the well, central. And, and that did happen for them, but it happened literally a year, two years early, earlier Not- than they had thought. You know what I mean? So like 15 was a surprise. They did not think they were going to the NLCS that year. They made the NLCS. Uh, 16 was not a surprise after what they did in 15, but that was still a year before the window was really, truly supposed to open. Yeah. The, the window was supposed to be 17 through 21. Like that's what they were thinking. 17 or 18 through 21, 22. And they were well positioned for that until they had all that success early. And then Everything like the prices went up, all the players that they had to bring in to maintain that level of, you know, competitiveness, all that went up and it's just biting them in the ass now because they were 
kind of locked into those old TV deals. Yeah. And and uh, and also TV and they should have foreseen this less and less people even watch TV and even have cable. I haven't had cable for years, you know, a lot of cord cutters out there and they should have seen that coming anyway. That like what we really want isn't as a streaming platform. And they'll tell you, you already can do that. Like Crane Kenny said last year when I grilled him about the blackouts, because uh, I always ask about the blackouts. And he's like, well, you can already not have a blackout because you can stream on your phone if you have fucking Xfinity and then, you know, do the workaround and subscribe to there. And then right, you can but watch that, the game. But games. that's not. It's not what I'm talking about. Idiot. Not what you're yeah. talking about at all. It's still blacked out. You still in it still requires you to have an Xfinity account. Right. Right. Either so, that or Crane Kenny. It, like you missed when he did that really big wink. At the end, real big <laughs> wink. Like, have you ever heard of a you know a proxy server? Wink, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and from what well, I maybe can... they should start selling Cubs themed like Cubs themed proxy servers. Like they'll they'll <laughs> they'll have a service out there. It'll be like Cubs, but it'll be spelled wrong. Scubs. I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody follow. I know all of you. I know all of you guys follow. Proxy server. Despio on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. His real name's uh, Andy Dolan, for, and uh, he writes for the Athletic also. And he had a really hilarious piece uh, today on the Athletic, uh, talking about his sneak peek of 2020 Cubs convention, and had a lot of funny little pieces on it. One of them was a Q and A about with David Bodie on how to hit a high fastball. But instead of him explaining it, he was just going to be asking members of the crowd how to how to hit a high fastball. But right, uh, <laughs> it's it's not them asking him; it's him asking everyone else. Right. And uh, one of the things that he put down too was, you know, another session was meet the Marquee Sports Network, and he was going to show the roster of impressive talent, which includes Len Casper, Jim Deshays, Ryan Dempster, Ryan Dempster in a Harry Carey wig and glasses, Ryan Dempster with a full beard, Ryan Dempster with a goatee. <laughs> And Ryan Dempster in a floppy hat. And then there's a little asterisk that said, Lennon, Jim Deshays have not been confirmed. So, <laughs> but, the, but the one that made me laugh is because is, 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 uh, he wrote something about how to watch the Cubs in 2020. So in this session, he said, this session's not a tutorial advising fans to pour themselves a stiff drink every few innings, but rather another marquee presentation. This time on carriage deals struck so far with cable, cable satellite providers. Tips will include, do you have direct TV? Do you know someone who has direct TV who will let you come over and watch? Do you know someone who will give you their direct TV password? Or, or you can get their account to watch games online. And have you heard of, uh, of Reddit MLB live streams? So, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, he's hilarious. I, I've, I've, you know, I don't know that I've met him. I'd like to, though. He's, uh, he's, I, I believe I have met him. He's from Rockford, so he's kind of out there a little bit in the boonies. But uh, he's, he's a really talented guy and a funny writer. But um, it doesn't seem like uh, Cubs convention is a real popular draw this year either because, I mean, last year we had the Daniel Descalso thing. We all made fun of that, like, oh, we're going to go to Cubs convention and see Daniel Descalso. And, and, and now there's nobody, like zero new people that really anybody's ever heard of. And um, we are – what's the date today? January 6th? Yeah, so we're 12 the days Cubs away. Cubs have not signed a single major league free agent to a fo- to a – Roster spot. That, that, that's where we are. And I, the, the tweet that you were talking about that I had put earlier that just pissed me off where I said, 
embarrassing has to do with the fact with the Cubs have spent a grand total of how many dollars? Zero. Zero. Zip. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rosenthal tweeted out uh, the Cubs, Pirates, and Rockies have all. This was uh, spent- Jeff Passan. Oh, Jeff Passan. Yeah. Uh, Zero Cubs, Pirates, and Rockies have all spent zero dollars, and then the next on the list, uh, spending uh, th- like just under three million, is the Mariners. The Orioles are spending three million, so they're not doing anything. Royals are three point six. Like Indians haven't done anything, and then uh, you know at least some of these other teams, like the A's, Giants, Red Sox, Dodgers, Rays, Cardinals, and Astros, even though they're all under fifteen million, have at least done something. And got somebody. But Cubs have done nothing. Zero. Zip. Zilch. We are in the company with the Pirates and the Rockies and the Mariners and the Orioles. Mm -hmm. What does that tell you? I mean, that we are we are in. This is just how and and you're asking if Tom Ricketts is going to show up to Cubs con. I'm the one that broke the story last year. If you remember that Tom Ricketts was not going to do the Q&A panel Mm -hmm. after the big free agent signings last year was. Brad Brock and Daniel Descalso. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Brad Brock. Yeah, Brad Brock was another one of those great signings. That was another one where Theo decided to let him wander off and go find himself. Yeah, you can leave. You know, and I, you know, I had no problem with Brad Brock leaving either. But I, I'm, I'm at this point right now here where you're going to tell me that you have signed nobody. You have $0 added to the payroll. And you're still expecting us to pay like it's 2016, 2017. Yeah, $125 to still get plus taxes and fees to get into Cubs convention to see nobody. Or not to see nobody. You get to see Rizzo and Bryant and Javi and all the guys that will be there. But $125 is too much anyway. No matter even if they did fucking sign the the next Daniel Descalso. (laughs) And that it's too much and there are still hotel packages available you could still get four t- tickets right now to it i mean i remember in 2012 it was $65 it's doubled it doubled right after the world series which you you know what i mean I, hey i can understand it from a business standpoint but now all of a sudden you're telling me that here's the thing it's just like ticket prices they're never going to lower them so now we're going to sit here and last year every year for those that didn't know since the since the rickets have owned the cubs Tom would come out and, get in, and he would give a, basically a state of the Cubs address. So CubsCon starts, you know, and it's usually uh, Wayne Mesmer and Pat Hughes kind of starting it out, national anthem, and Pat Hughes is the MC, and all of a sudden Tom Ricketts will come out, like you said, and do like a little Steve Jobs, like Apple presentation out there. with his, He loves having little videos and stuff, but he always kind of gives this spiel. He said, as a family, we have three goals. Goal number one, to win a World Series. Goal number Did two, it. to Keep to preserve Wrigley and goal number three Did to be it. a good neighbor, the charitable shit. How's didn't, he going to sit there really in front of everybody and tell us that the goal this year is to win the World Series? That's bullshit. And and here's the thing: you're gonna he's not going to do the question and answer. And what bothers me about that, and what bothered me about it last year, is that when they were doing great, 16, 15, 16, 17, all 18, those Cubs conventions. The Tom would come out, and the people, especially after the World Series, this is 2017, would start chanting, "Thank, Thank you, Tom! Tom. Thank, Thank you, yeah, Tom!" Yeah. And you know what? He loved it. And you're going to sit there and take the adulation when things are going well. But now, when the heat's up, you're going to tell me it's because people found it boring? No, nobody found it boring. Yeah, it, it's a little harder to sit up there when they're yelling, "Fuck you, you Tom! Tom. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom!" <laughs> 
Uh, If you don't like it, then sign somebody. Give something for the fans to be excited about. And I'm not talking about throwing us a cookie back in the old days. What I'm talking about is put together a winner. You have this. You still have Chris Bryant in his prime. You still have Javi Baez in his prime. You still have Kyle Hendricks. You do. But I'm just what I'm telling you is a couple good moves and could have made this team competitive or even building some depth to this team and hope that you don't get injured would have made a deal to do nothing is criminal. It's baseball negligence. Well, is it negligence? I mean, or are you at all understanding of the way that the, the penalties work with the, uh, you know, by staying over the luxury tax? I mean, is there any part of you that is like, uh, maybe they should reset it because they done fucked up and maybe well, they do they, need to. If, if they had maybe, you know, put a team out there and signed the right deals with Marquee, uh, they'd still get their $40 million. It right. just wouldn't come from the right. their and, socialized health care. Right. And, and the other thing would be, think about October baseball and how much extra revenue that brings. I don't think, when you take a look at the uh, luxury tax, and again, you're talking about the revenue sharing, it's what, 10% over, was it at, at, at the second violation, I want to say 10 to 15% of what you're over. It doesn't come out to that much money. I know it's not my money. I'm not a billionaire. But guess what? You want to sit there and, and own a team? Then you play with the big boys. I mean, that's, that's what you do. You spend money. Most of the time, sporting teams, for the most part, are more just a rich person's hobby. It's not really a massive money maker on that thing. You put money in, you get some money out. But if you want to be the billionaire owner, then then go ahead and put field a team. Sorry for the interruption, but you're not a Patreon subscriber. It's so easy to become a Patreon subscriber. Just go to patreon.com slash sunranto and you don't get interruptions in the show like this one. Patreon.com slash sunranto, dollar a month. That's all it is. Uh, instead, you're going to have to listen to a, another ad for my bookie, but this one you might find of interest because the Cubs currently are plus 2,000 to win the World Series. Uh, here are all the teams that are better than them. The Astros, the Yankees, the Nationals, the Red Sox, the Dodgers. Uh, the Brewers are not. The Mets, the Braves, the Indians the Twins are break even at plus 2,000. So are the Rays. Rockies are down there at plus 8,000. So they're worse. But here's another team that's better than the Cubs the Phillies, the Cardinals. Ugh, oh. Uh, Reds, uh, interesting enough, uh, are interestingly enough, uh, are plus 3,000. The Angels have a better chance because uh, they just got Joe Madden. Um, the Padres are the same. The same. We're the fucking Padres people. The Padres. Uh, obviously the Marlins and Pittsburgh, but it, you know it, we're right in the middle of the pack, and that's not where we should be. But uh, if you do want to bet on the Cubs, go to mybookie.ag, use promo code chair c h a i r, and uh, they'll double your first deposit. It's pretty awesome. So uh, go ahead and do that. And I guess it, because you're not a Patreon subscriber and you're getting this late, uh, I'll just keep it there. And here's back to the show. Well, I mean, I would love it if they would just spend money, except I think that they're just already said that they're not going to. So if like I could want this, but they're just not going to do it no matter what we say. Like we could yell at Tom Rickett still we're blue in the face. Hey, spend your money, dude. We trusted you to keep this window open till at least 2022 and just do it. And he's not going to do it. You know, they've already decided what they're going to do. And we saw it kind of last year. When Theo's only signing was really, I mean, besides Descalso, picks up Cole Hamels for $20 million, and then that was it, which now looks like maybe that, you know, a mistake. 
and they were able to get Craig Kimbrell because Juliana had been locked in the basement again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Bill Sugas had him in the basement for a while after after Juliana after he escaped from the chains. So yeah, no, they haven't done shit. So we got nothing to talk about. Then there'll be nobody new at CubsCon, and it cost one hundred twenty five dollars. Well, I've been see- going to CubsCon for a damn long time, and and here's what I can tell you is that you know this was John McDonough's baby, and he did it right at the right time at 1985 when the Cubs had just come off that 1984 team, and and you had Harry Carey MC in the whole thing, and it was crazy, 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 and it sold out for so many years. And the first time I kind of remember, because they always have these T-shirts that you can buy. And for some odd reason, they don't change the design anymore. They used to change the design. They used to actually give a shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's been like the same design the last six or seven years. But it used to always say sold out, sold out, sold out, stamped on the back of the shirt to make it look like a stamp that said sold out. And then it stopped like a little bit in the rebuild. I'm saying probably about CubsCon 11, 12, 13. And all I can tell you right now is I have never seen the desperation that I have for the Cubs to try. They've always sold out of hotel rooms. That's always been a given. Oh, they, yeah. done, they have not done that yet. They have not. The hotel packages still available. Season ticket holders always snatched up CubsCon tickets, whether they were going or whether they were selling them on the secondary market. Now you can go right to the Cubs site right now today, uh, you know, a little more than a week away from CubsCon and still get tickets. And it's just I'm I'm in uh, a couple Facebook groups having to do with CubsCon, and everybody on there's new. Like don't they don't know shit about what's going on? They're just going because hey, I can go. It's easy to get tickets now. So I have not seen this much apathy from Cub fans it, since since the rebuild since about twelve uh, two thousand twelve two thousand thirteen. Well, and the reason it became one hundred twenty five dollars was because season ticket holders were snatching them all up at sixty five dollars and selling them on StubHub for one hundred twenty five dollars. You know, and so the Cubs saw that and they're like, "Well, why should they get the money?" That's, I mean, that's exactly what happened with the uh, you know bleacher tickets too. It's like, oh, now it's used to be four dollars to sit in the bleachers every day, and now it's or and then it was eight dollars, and you know, and now it's ninety some days. You know, so. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous that they tried to charge the same thing. And meanwhile, other teams are actually doing shit. Did you see uh, Starlin Castro as a national? I, I'm yeah, happy for him. I, I saw that. And I don't know. Again, the Cubs aren't signing anyone. But wouldn't it have been kind of funny if they had brought him back for a second baseman? I mean, we know they need a second baseman. When you look at what the Nationals are doing, though, they're a good team that's adding depth. They're adding a lot of players. I don't know if Starlin Cat. They've signed a lot of infielders because you know uh, they lost Anthony Rendon, and there's questions about what they're going to do. But they've signed a lot of decent talent. They're going to be a team with depth. And I feel like they're doing that to put together packages with other teams. Hey, that's a good idea too. If that's what you want to do, if you want to put together packages and get some young prospects and keep replenishing your system, what do the Cubs have to offer? And and I think right now what you're going to see is, and I think. My idea of what Theo is going to talk about when he comes to convention is going to be about he's going to allow this team a chance to prove themselves. So I think first half, he's going to see how it goes. And if it goes like all of us think it's going to go, where you don't, you haven't had any bullpen, you've lost bullpen. Okay. You didn't add any starting pitchers, you've lost starting pitchers. You haven't had any hitters, you've lost hitters. Now all of a sudden, he's going to see how this is going to look and by. End of May, he's going to know whether. My guess is they're going to be selling, 
And I don't think they're going to trade Chris Bryant now. But once teams start kind of getting desperate or are in the hunt or really kind of feel that maybe a Chris Bryant or a Wilson Contreras might push him over the edge, I think that's where you see Theo pull the trigger. Yeah, and I I think that's kind of smart too because if if you are going to take a step back and you know you probably are still going to win the still undecided uh, Chris Bryant uh, case about the uh, the service time, but it, you know if you do wait till the desperation, you're going to get more. I mean, look what the Cubs did; they gave up they gave up their fucking future. They gave up basically this year uh, to win it those other years. You know, you give up. I mean, it's obviously you give up Solaire, ends up hitting 40 home runs last year, but there's kind of no room for him on this team. But you did that to get one year of a closer. You know, you give up, obviously, the Chapman deal. You know, you get the Quintana deal. Uh, we don't have to relitigate those, but, you know, all those kind of didn't work out. I mean, the Chapman deal did, but, you know, in the end, you really, Glaber Torres is a goddamn superstar. But you got your World Series off. You Chapman. got your World like, you, Series, so we'll take it. You know, yeah. yeah you're, it. You're, as far here. as the, the all the moves though that you're talking about go back to no pitching developed. Yeah, and so and and what's done is done. So they have to look it in the face of what it is now and just kind of say, hey, we have to get under this luxury tax. Even though they don't have to, they could go buy people and stay over it and just spend money and figure it out, kick the can down the road and just lose money. Um, that's not our money, but it kind of is our money. Um, you know, because we we pay them, but uh, it it I think the more prudent baseball thing you do, and you don't even know what the new rules are going to be after the next collective bargaining agreement comes through after another year. Uh, you know, the smart thing to do is to kind of draft and develop. That's where baseball's going. You know, if you can, you know, you take the the send them to the hit lab or the pitch lab and get more for your bang for your buck and like get a couple extra rotations out of that dude's spin rate and let make the ball dive a little bit more if you can do these things effectively then you shouldn't have to be spending all this money uh like being over what are they at 206 million right now two eight i forget but they're, they're over 208 yeah yeah but they're over and so they yeah. still got a cut to get under my and- guess when you're looking at that is the most likely candidate is going to be Jose Quintana. Get traded. Yeah. I think he, I think he'll get traded before the season starts. Yeah. It's, I mean, people are saying that, uh, you know, the only one that you really haven't heard rumors about is Javier Baez. You've heard rumors about everybody else. You know, they still have Javi under control and, 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 uh, you know, Javi is one of those, uh, you know, Danny in the nineties, the Cubs were just effing awful. The Cubs were just effing awful in the 90s. One of the worst decades I remember at Cubs baseball. But there's one guy that made going to the park worth it, and that was Sammy Sosa. So, you know, you could go to whoever, you know, you go to the games and 90% of the, you had, you know, good 80% chance that the Cubs were going to lose. The only reason you went is to see if Sammy was going to hit one on Waveland and do a Sammy hop and, you know, all that shit and get you excited. I think, I think in the long run, I think Chris Bryant is a player that's, as long as injuries don't affect him, and let me put that caveat in there, I think his game stands to potentially last longer than Baez because, you know, Javi's a young guy and what he does is just magical, but eventually your body breaks down. Sure. Um, but I think that he's the electric kind of player that even if a team sucks, other people will want to come and see just to see Javi Baez, just to see if Javi Baez does an amazing catch or he does something. You know, everything Chris Bryant does is sound fundamentally 
but it's, I don't want to say it's boring, but it's vanilla. Yeah. Chris Bryant is just vanilla. That's, that's what he is. Well, and the rumor out there is that, you know, the Cubs asking price has been super high for the for Chris Bryant, which is probably why nothing's happened. Um, nobody wants to give up their future for him. And, in fact, they're kind of talking him down, saying he's not a top 30 player in the majors, that, you know, is – and I, you know, I think he's right around top thirty. I'm guessing. I, I, again, I, I think that a lot of people underestimate Bryant, and injuries have taken a toll on him. Um, I'm very curious to see how this year plays out with the new staff, with the new medical staff um, that the Cubs have right now. Um, some of those injuries were kind of fluky injuries, um, but I, I think don't underestimate him. Is all I'm saying. No, he's an awesome baseball player. No, no doubt about it. I'm just saying that he's going to make $18.5 million or whatever it is. And when you're trying to get under the luxury tax, you're and you're going to try to get as much as you can for him in a trade, but you're not going to make a stupid trade because you're not going to be able to face the fans at Cubs convention having traded Chris Bryant just to cut payroll and not get anything in, in return. At least, you know... Uh, fucking arm or something like it's got to have to be cheaper than him but you know you can get a a, a 10 million dollar starter or something you know cut it's, eight it's, it's it's just not a good position to be in i mean uh you know the one guy that we all talked about that maybe you know the, that everyone thought was high in the cubs list was shogo yeah shogo and, akiyama and who he's is a now center fielder to the reds yeah and he went for like seven million in the end and then um the Cubs did sign uh, Carlos Asuaje. So and this is another reclamation project. So you know, Shogo was a guy that's a proven talent in Japan, but and and fits the need of a contact hitter, a center fielder. All, checked all sorts of boxes for the Cubs. And again, if you take a look at that contract, is it really that much money for a major league team? I, I don't I don't think it was anything that impressive. I wasn't sitting there blown out of the water like, oh, man. So it's like this just shows you how bad things have gotten for the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, it's been I mean, it's just about the tax. It's, it's all seven, it's about it's seven million dollars for, you know, 21 million for three years. So seven million a year. Carlos Asuaje, he came to the Cubs. I think he was from Boston. You're from Boston. I think no, he, was he, was, Boston. he was on the Padres. Is he on the Padres? Okay, he was on the Padres, and then from the Padres, he then went to – no, the Padres got him from Boston. He's he's Yeah, they got him from Boston. He was drafted by Boston. Right. Oh, so oh, he that. was drafted by Boston, and he had a really good year for the Padres in, what, 2017? 17, yeah. <clears throat> and then he didn't play last year. He did year. really good. And then <clears throat> last year in 2018, he just did awful. He had uh, – 196 and 79 games he hit. Well, then he went to Korea. Right. He was in Korea, and this is just a reclamation project at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and it's just not a real major league deal, right? Is it a nope. split deal? Yep. Minors, major, you know, whatever. Yep. And right now he has the low. He, when he when he left the majors, he hit 196. So nice backwards. I don't know what that is. And then uh, – <laughs> He had the lowest batting average against left-handers among all MLB players, 60 or more plate appearances at 111. Well, so good, good thing this, Joe Matt is not managing. He'd only face lefties. <laughs> but again, this is once again another reclamation project that right now all, all Theo and Jed can do is pray to the baseball gods that nobody gets hurt, that a couple of these guys have resurgent seasons, 
it's just not something that, there's a saying in Texas Hold'em poker where you play don't leave yourself just one out meaning you never want to have a hand where you only need where you're just depending on one card to win do you get what i'm saying yeah and that's what the cubs are right now is they they are, they are literally they they have they're they're hoping that's one card hits where everybody's healthy and guys bounce back and yeah. if one of those two things don't happen, if there's injuries or guys don't bounce back, they're not going to win the Central. No. They're not going to be a playoff team. Well, they're going to be – they're worse than last year, and they went 500 last year. But uh, uh, injuries had a lot to do with it to their star players. So we talked about it last week in a positive way is that like maybe these these bullpen – these young bullpen arms, like your wick and your wick, are going to be enough, and they have awesome years and become the new Pedro Strope or whatever in uh, Pedro Strope's heyday. And you still have some star players on your team. So, like, it could go okay, but you, it's got to go – got to click in a different way that they haven't done for the last couple of years. You know, you got Russell off the team. Maybe that helps. But it probably – but they didn't replace him with anybody, you know what I mean? Except for Carlos Asu fucking Jaje. And, you know, it's just like, uh, what are we doing, guys? And, and you're right. It's got to all go perfectly. But the only other thing we have to look at is that did the Reds do enough to win the division? Because the Cardinals uh, – the Brewers are worse. The Cardinals uh, are probably about the same. And um, the Cardinals won, so – but we got injured. So I, I'm just saying, it still seems like a competitive central. Remember, we all said we were going to play each other to even, and we mostly did last year for the most part. But this time, we're down a pitcher, got no Hamels. So it's worse. But I think the other teams are, you know, Cardinals are at the bottom of this spending list too. They've done a little bit. They got some dude from Korea again. Right. I, I just, I, I don't see how this, again, if everything goes right, then I think the Cubs can be competitive if everything goes right. If you don't have major injuries yeah. and if guys have resurgent years, that's just banking a lot. Yeah. That like Almora has got to be good. Hap has to be good. Um, you know, everybody else has to not get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Jason Hayward. Pitchers, you had to hit on a couple of these pitchers. He signed to minor league deals. Yeah. Tyler Chatwood needs to be an awesome fifth starter. So do you think that Theo Epstein – is enjoying his job right now. Like remember last year, like we're working really hard and doing a lot of things behind the scene and all that stuff. Do you think this is like kind of fun trying to do this because, or, or is he just literally like, you know what? I don't give a fuck anymore. Fuck Chicago. Anybody I'm done. Like my 2021 I'm out after that. Like he's just playing out the string at this point. I don't think that's in Theo's nature. I don't think that's in his blood. He's a competitive guy. Well, and that's why I asked. Do you yeah. think that he thinks this might be fun? Like, he's like, I'm fucked. I don't know Rickets if it's... are giving me no money, and I'm going to try and put together this, like, like, you know, packing tape and fucking cardboard team. I don't think it's fun, but I, I don't think he thinks it's fun. I don't think he's sitting there just smiling every day, but I think he sees it as a challenge. Challenge, yeah. And so, you know, the last World Series that the Red Sox won, which was, what, the year before 2018, you know, a lot of those players that played a role, the Mookie Betts and the Jackie Bradley Juniors, those are all Theo draft picks. Sure, but they're not only Theo draft picks. You know, he's got a team of people telling him what to do, too. Right, but those were guys that kind of were in his regime, in his system when, uh, what's his name, Dombrowski took over. Sure. So there could be a situation in the future 
where I don't think Theo's going to leave this as he found it. When Theo got here, I think there's a lot of shock over how shitty the farm team was, how few assets they had, how, how behind the times everything was as a Cubs organization. I think that whether it's Jed or whoever takes over next, I don't think they're going to have that same problem. I think that Theo's trying to get in front of the, you know, I know we made fun of the hitting and pitch lab and the hitting director and all that shit, but I think a lot of that stuff, the biometric stuff is the future. He sees it. He's trying to get ahead on it. Well, uh, I, but he's already behind because I think other teams have already been doing this. I mean, the, the Astros knew about the garbage, did the garbage can thing. You know, Theo should have been doing that in 2017, banging on garbage cans. Uh, no, no, but I, I think that the other teams have already had uh, pitch and hit labs. I think this is already other teams have already gone this direction with technology. And, you know, the Cubs are always kind of late on this stuff. Uh, they were late on the Dominican Academy. You know, they opened. It's beautiful. I went there a few years ago. The, the, the Dominican Academy that they built, it's, it, they're there now doing the right thing, educating these ballplayers when they're young. And in a on an island where there's incredible baseball talent, that's all very positive. But um, before there was an expose in what like twenty was it eleven? Do you remember this, Crawley? When the expose about their other Dominican academy, which like they had like people sleeping on like mats on the floor and stuff like that. Like it was, no, it was, it's really, I mean, I'm sure they buried that article now, but it was an embarrassment. They opened up the new one in like 2014, I want to say, 2013, 14. Now they're. That, but again, that was, I think, a lot of what was coming, what the Cubs came into. I don't think. Mm-hmm. When you're talking, I know what you're talking about. That's just like shitty facilities with kind of shady characters all around and all that stuff. And I think that, and again, I, I know, I know right now I'm pissed at Tom Ricketts, but again, when Ricketts got the team, he committed Mesa to getting a new stadium. That's, you know, slow and state of the art, improving the minor league systems, adding that new Dominican. A lot of that was done under his watch. And so I will tip my hat to him on, on that. So, you know, again, are they are they 100% on the very front lines? No, but I think they're kind of catching up to where they need to be. I just wouldn't count Theo out. I still think he's a guy that in general is a, a very smart guy and certain things didn't work out their way and hopefully they're learning from it and, and that next one day, that next set of talent, those next group of guys that are going to lead the Cubs to the next great Cubs team is going to be Theo guys that one day we're going to come back, you know, long after Ivy Envy's gone and we're still on the air. Uh, we're we're gonna take a look and see some of these guys were guys that were Theo guys that the regime drafted. Uh, I fucking love that you added that in there. <laughs> Long after IBM he's gone. Um, well, we're about to be gone, I guess for for this episode. I don't know. It's uh, we've kind of beaten a, a dead horse here, and literally this team is a dead horse because they're, they're not gonna make a run at it. It seems, and it. it, it I mean, everything could go right. Lightning in a bottle. It's, it's the only way. And it's what we have to root for because we're fans, you know? Um, so uh, anything else to add about uh, this week in Cubs baseball? Today is the anniversary of the great, one of the great Cub trades of all time, Andrew Kashner for Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. That yep. w- that and worked out uh, in our going favor. with that is my TLC. Or TLC. TLC. Oh, you, you're giving us a little TLC. It's the new year. and Oh, happy new year, everybody. Yeah, yeah. stick to your own waterfalls. All right. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, 
So the Chicago Cubs posted the Twitter thing with a bunch of stuff of all the different things that Rizzo's done, including, you know, catching the, you know, NLCS last out and the last out of the World Series, all that stuff. Um, And, of course, underneath it, all the comments are just about how much they all love Rizzo and all these things, except for uh, Matt, who says, should have signed Prince, dummies. Prince Fielder. Oh, oh God. And it took me a second. I'm like, my, when I see Prince anywhere, I immediately think of the singer. Yeah. And then it took me, I'm like, oh, wait, Prince Fielder. Oh, oh, that's a little better than Prince, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's making doves cry. That's for sure. That. Oh, that my TFC. God. But I just, I loved that somebody out there is still salty over Prince Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> like Rizzo hasn't quite proven himself we should have gotten prince fielder when he, yeah it, it, in the same time period because prince fielder is not even in the league anymore and in the time period that they played at the same time rizzo hit like i don't know almost 40 more home runs <laughs> it's like it's yeah. ridiculous um so this just in I've got a TFC just in texted to me by um, the former host of IVNV, Corey Finneran. <laughs> oh, he must be hearing us somehow. My feed. <laughs> yeah, he's feeling he's feeling us. Uh, so he's like, they're fucking with me, aren't they? Um, <laughs> well, uh, somebody uh, I, I won't call out who it was said in case they listen to our show. Well, then they'll know anyway. He said, uh, I'm going to miss you guys. I appreciated the window into your lives outside of your passion for the team. And then goes on to say, oh, no, no. I'm I'm also looking in your actual (laughs) windows. Yeah. I'm I'm outside. I'm in. The call is coming from inside the house. (laughs) (laughs) But then um, Matthew uh, writes on this. uh, I, I don't know who posted the first thing. I'm going to miss you guys. I appreciated the window in your lives outside of your passion for the team. Somebody that's obviously an Ivy Envy fan uh, reacting to their uh, we're quitting and letting Sunranto have everything show. Um, But Matthew Boyd (laughs) uh, commented on this on Twitter (laughs) and says, Brett, I think you did an amazing job of modestly and warmly sharing your personal life with us. And I loved your energy while sketching out your intent in trying new ways to evaluate the game in a time of great change. Then he says, and Sahadev was a little bit more reserved, but I loved his <laughs> insight and your rapport. <laughs> so, yeah, this guy, he goes, you guys were such a gift over the past few years, and the murkiness of the marquee era is like the absolute flip side of what you gave us. <laughs> So there's a guy who no does no idea what podcast no, is listening to. Yep, nothing, no clue. Just when, when when you started that, I thought it was a joke based on Bert. Remember, they're calling Kurt Bert for a long yeah. time. No, and I thought the Brett was just like, uh, uh, you know, an autocorrect for Bert. Oh no, no, that so was <laughs> sticking with the Sahadev theme here. Sahadev Sharma wrote, "Cubs have signed infielder Carlos Azuaje to a minor league deal." He has a chance to make the team as their 26th man with a solid spring. Lefty hitting second baseman with an option remaining. And John Porvazalik, I screwed that up, but he said, how many 26 mans do the Cubs have? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> we got, we got, seriously fielded a roster of 26 men. Well, we, technically, we have like 16 of them. 
You know, we got that's, like 10 guys and then 16 26s. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the new market in inefficiency. Everybody else has 25, 25th men. The Cubs are nailing the 26th man yeah. market. Yep. And, Alex, and our friend Shy fan Pat, Alex, uh, wrote Carlos Asuaje is totally going to be the dude who comes in at end and pitches at the ninth inning during a 14 to 3 blowout. Uh, oh, but there's what are the they've got all these fucking rules against that now. It's like what? Yeah, not, some, they don't want you to do it. Yeah, you can't let the position players pitch unless you've declared them prior to the season. As yeah, we'll have know, to look in yeah, pitchers, I, I, and I, then they have to have a certain number of innings pitched yeah. in order to do it. Like, it's fucked up. Um, I think I'm going to have to. That's a total ass dad. I don't think that's a total ass dad. It is. You know, Man, though, we haven't used that one in a while. I think that uh, that means that John Baker and Anthony Rizzo end up tied with the 0.00 ERA. Oh. Yeah. For position players that fucking rocked it. I mean, yeah, my my wife was looking at uh, the worst Cubs in the last decade. And, and sadly, John Baker, John Baker made that list. Mm. Oh, well, we'll bring that up on John Baker Day this year. We'll <laughs> let, let him know that he's um, but uh, I got another TFC here. This guy uh, slid into my DMs recently and he's been sliding into other people's DMs, just trolling people on Twitter. Um, his name is at 84 Cub. So watch out. Because this motherfucker is a fucking asshole. And uh, he says to me, um, and I don't even know what he was replying to, but I'm sure it was one of my Ricketts is cheap things that I've been putting out there all year. And he, he, so he slides into my DMs and says, because spending $228 million and having the second highest payroll in baseball is hating their fans, you are a clown. And then I said, correct. I'm a comedian, an entertainer, a clown. <laughs> Thank you very much, 84 Cub. So what you're saying is 84 Cub is Tom Ricketts' burner account. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I also liked uh, this guy responding to IVNV quitting on their fans, uh, responded on uh, – to Greg Gregor Hertz, who may listen to the show, but Gregor, I, I really enjoyed what you said, and I hope you do listen to us. Um, after listening to the podcast today, no reason for me to continue to listen to this final season then. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Gregor. Oh, uh, you're my man. fucking hero. He's like, that's that's when, uh, you know, the the boyfriend's about to get dumped. No, 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 no! I'm, I'm dumping you. <laughs> You're not dumping me. I'm dumping you. That's how this works. I think I had one more. Um. Oh yeah, no, I just wanted to bring this up. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Doctor Phil's house for sale. <laughs> oh fuck! That is <laughs> seriously. There's, there's children. Uh, human beings being tortured in basements. It's that's a frightening, frightening place. Maybe that's where Ben Zobrist is being held by Juliana at Dr. Phil's house. <laughs> Gonna brainwash him. But I did, um, I, I ran a poll, um, and said if you could pay 5.75 million, which I was uh, responding to Akiyama, which is why what I thought he was gonna get around, he ended up getting a little bit more. Um, if if you could pay. 
5.75 million for some one or two win ball player for the Cubs for a year or 5.75 million for Dr. Phil's house. Which would you choose? And luckily, because Cub fans know what's up, 64% would blow it on a fucking one or two win ball player instead of, <laughs> instead of buying Dr. Phil's house, which only got 36% of the vote. So good to know we're still uh, totally fucking insane. Oh yeah, I'm but you know you. it would cost another five million to fix that fucking house. <laughs> it had a snake themed like stairs. Yeah, I, there I, were snakes all yeah. over it. Yeah, it was it was it was disturbing for a man who uh, I guess is supposed to be helping people with their mental issues. It actually yeah. looked like the home of a man with many many mental issues. I will tell you though, Chris Bryant was very intrigued because the first picture he saw was the frozen themed billiards room. So when he thought he might have Anna and Elsa and a pool table, he was in and then he saw snakes and nobody likes snakes. Yeah. Mm. So I guess that's our show. Um, (laughs) We can, uh, I mean, I I don't even know. I mean, I I can't, Here's the I can't thing. believe we did this. I, I can't. I, I want to keep going because I, I feel so victorious in this moment with Ivy Envy slain, the Sunranto <laughs> show up on top, and like, kind of. I could go all night, guys, just talking fucking Cubs, Get, talking no Cubs. Yeah, nothing. Because there is such a huge void now in the Cubs podcast sphere. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, especially. I mean, I think fucking Cubs uh, related goes down easy. They're going to roll over like fucking little dead puppies. Yeah. And if there's anything this podcast do, does, it fills voids. <laughs> we'll fill your holes all right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, th- I guess that's the show. We'll be we'll be back as the longest running live, uh, live podcast or, or still running podcast. Um, we'll be back uh, next week with another show. And we'll just keep adding them because, you know, as we keep doing shows, the more we're fucking eating Ivy Envy's lunch in their last year of uh, of attempting <laughs> to do a podcast, which nobody even wants to listen to, according to Facebook. You should, you should, you should bring a championship belt to the unconventional. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yes. Slain. The dragon has been slain. I am the dragon slayer. They are dead. We need some sort of uh, Howard Cosell. Down goes Ivy. Down goes <laughs> Ivy. <laughs> Oh, man. It's uh, no, I, I kid Ivy Envy. I love them so much. And uh, they're my great friends. So um, I'm glad you're dead, though. Spagog. PFC. I don't know if you guys. Oh, you got me. another one? One last one. Oh, I yeah, have yeah, to throw right. this in before I forget it. I almost spagogged. I know. I, it was a premature spagog. That was a pre-spagog. <laughs> By the way, you can, still get, you can still get pregnant from the pre-spagog. So <laughs> just. I don't know. It will fill every void. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but the Philadelphia Eagles have a fan cruise set to set sail in 2021. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. And Put so thousands of Philly fans on a boat where they came <laughs> <it> off. <laughs> that sounds fucking. That's like a pirate ship. Ship. So this is from <laughs> at JSK nine one two one. She writes. LOL, they really are going doing this. STDs in full effect. Grab your penicillin. Philadelphia Eagles fan cruise to set sail. Oh, my God. 
Oh, man. I I wish they would do a Cubs cruise. I said the same thing on Twitter. I'm like, how did we let this? How do we let the ball drop on this? Could you imagine Cubs Twitter cruise? Well, oh, not- no, actually, th- real, real talk. My mom, her uh, honeymoon was on a Cubs cruise in Hawaii. When she married my stepdad, who she's no this longer happened? married to, he was a huge Cubs fan, and they went to Hawaii for a Cubs cruise. Huh? Back so in somebody eighty seven? Who was on it? I were talking about it. We thought it existed at one time, and I haven't been able to find anything on it. What, was like Steve Trout on it and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should. Uh, I should reach out to her and see if she still has like pictures or something. She has to. Like, I, re- I remember there was a picture, but yeah, Harry Carey was on the boat. Steve Stone oh, was wearing man. nothing but his Speedo. Woo! <laughs> At least he was wearing that. <laughs> he wasn't. But yeah, uh, but the whole thing was that, yes, you were on a boat with Cubs players. Who the fuck? What? This is how little they made in the 80s. Yeah, they're like, that oh, they I guess would agree I'll go. to something like this to make a little money. Pay me three grand, I'll go. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, that would be fun. If, why don't we uh, put it together? Let's have John Baker Day on a boat. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there we go. Pontoon. Yeah, we'll, we'll go on Crawley's if we boat. we just do a roster of backup catchers, we could do it. Sure, we get Damon Berryhill. Was it uh, Coy Hill? Paul Baco will show up. Just all backup catcher <laughs> crews on Crawley's Pontoon. Let's make oh, this happen. Uh, Henry Blanco. Blanco. Yeah, oh, Hank I would White. actually like White. to hang out with Hank White. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, well, if there really was like a big Chicago, like, you know, Princess Cruises kind of cruise, it's like, <laughs> can you imagine the fucking people that would be on that boat? All those Cub fans in there just like making Cub snakes and eating hot dogs, just being <laughs> fat and like, you know, Pissing in the pool. Actually, it sounds terrible. Crazy I, hat oh. lady goes overboard. What's that? Crazy hat lady goes oh, overboard. Oh, crazy hat lady. Ronnie Woo Woo jumps in, saves her life. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now I've changed my mind. I do. Ronnie Woo Woo is literally, instead of the horn when you're coming into the thing, oh, uh, the God. boat horn when you're yeah, coming into the harbor, horn. it's just Woo Woo up there. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, unfortunately, this year, 2020 looks a little bit like the Titanic <laughs> for this team. We're about to hit an iceberg. And uh, on that note, I will say, it's Spagog. Spagog. When I lay down with my baby late at night, underneath Chicago's light, polluted sky. We snuggle up to my iPhone and open up an app. You know what app I'm talking about. Set me free, Ivy and V, talking cubbies. You're so much better than TV. Kurt and Corey, laugh with Andy. You are my favorite Cubs-related podcast ever. Water this March, ignore the analysis, drinking RG's little beer, hoping it'll be our year. IBNV, 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 playing Chuck Mangione, they'll even take you fishing. Wanna 
of them lives out on a lake. Better subscribe to Patreon, or our DNV will be gone. Some of the nicest guys I've met, now they can't set me free. IDNV, talking cubbies. You're so much better than TV. Kurt and Corey laugh with Andy. You are my favorite Cubs related podcasters. This is Andrew Bellison, the voice of Wrigley Field, and you're listening to the IBNB podcast. In this episode of Chicken, Beer, Fish Queen, Baseball Cards, Muscle Flex, Scary Cats, Strong Opinion, Marginal Analysis. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Corey. Hello, it's Andy. There are 25 chickens a few feet away from me. And there is a dead mouse under there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and play Chuck Mangione. Whiskey and ginger ale is all I know. Turn <laughs> <laughs> an incredible start. <laughs> so thank you for listening, and until this weekend, go Cubs. Is this guy a Puritan? <laughs> So much better than TV. Curtain Corey, laugh with Andy. You are my favorite comes related. I don't ever want to miss marginal analysis. Drinking our teas, it'll be hoping it'll be a year. IBNB, 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 playing Chuck McGeeley. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.